0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to live Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan, 104.1 FM and 700 AM. This is your host, Sirisha Kuchimanchi. On New Year's Eve, wishing you all a Happy New Year. You're all getting ready, I'm sure, to hang out with friends or family and get out there and party. Today, as a podcast host, I'm also a tech exec. I host a podcast, Women, Career and Life, and I'm also a working mom. My podcast Women, Career and Life shares stories and practical advice for you to achieve your career and life goals while also driving towards financial independence. And as it's New Year's Eve, what perfect timing. I wanted to talk about goal setting and really everything we do as we set up New Year's resolutions and all of that. So as we are doing that, I just wanted to talk about goal setting first. you think of goal setting probably many of you are making new year's resolutions and i a lot of surveys show how that works through the mental process that we work through to set these resolutions up and i think if you actually start to think of writing out down the goals one of the myths we have is we may not want to write down the goals but once you start putting it down on paper it becomes more real something that we can all kind of align with it it's sitting in front of you so it's very clear and as a touch point makes it very clear to execute on it. The other thing is we find times might feel challenged about whether we should change the goal because that makes us whether the goal was real. But in a different way, I think of it as a very positive outlook in the sense that if you're changing your goals, I think it's given you insight into what really matters to you. What is clear? What is it that you want to execute on? So that's where, you know, when you write it down and have it in front of you, And even if you're thinking of changing the goals, I think it helps it make it much more clarity wise what you want to do. So I wanted to really talk about the concept of vision board. Vision board, if you have kids or if you've gone through school, this is something you probably did. You had a poster board or a chart board where you did your school project and things and stuck a lot of pictures especially if you remember your elementary school days or you have elementary school kids it had a lot of colorful pictures, If you did a kindergarten project and stuff. So vision board is something you can use to set up really goals as you're even targeting for say 2023 or even a little bit beyond. I know sometimes setting up five years goals seems a long way off, but it's a good idea, I think, to envision it that far. You don't have to know everything you want to do. Put some things down on the vision board and I'll walk you through what that looks like and set it up there. That way it helps you to see what those goals are. And like I said, repurpose and rechange if it's not still something you want to do. So how does a vision board look? Like I said, it's literally a board, a canvas board, a chart paper, whatever you want to do. You could look at like many of the ones that they talk about really have nine focus areas. I'm gonna focus on a few of them. Just to give you what idea of what the nine are, family, personal, relationships, career, health, skills, finances and love. So what does it look like? If you've seen any, and if you happen to be Googling or you're sitting in front of a computer or a phone now, people take magazines, different articles that they envision. Say someone wanted to be a speaker tomorrow in a conference, something maybe you're shy and you really wanted to speak up about this topic that really appeals to you. And it's something that you wanted to do. You could essentially go to a magazine, find pictures of people speaking on doing that kind of thing and stick it on the board. Before you stick it, you should think of maybe a few focus areas, maybe four or five focus areas. I'm just giving you a number. It could be any that you choose and put them on the board. Cut out pictures that reflect the goal you want to do and lay them out and set it up such a way that you can stick the pictures so that you can work on it. Some of the things to think about when you're doing this is obviously all five things, if you have five things, I mean, to probably execute at the same time. So you might want to think about how you want to execute and which one has priority. Maybe you could put some dates around it or things like that as well, to see what it looks like. The vision board also is a great way to have some fun and look at your artistic vision and see how that looks. It also enables you to really look at it as a positive affirmation. It's a reminder of what you want to achieve. Very often, new year will come, it will change. And then after some time, we fixed into the hurry-burry of our lives, really going about our business. And it's going to reset and think of what we had envisioned in the beginning of the year. So the vision board really is this visual reminder, you could put it in your bedroom, your study room, your living room, wherever it really helps you to see on a mirror somewhere that is as a good reminder for you on what knowing what the big goals are that you're working towards. It's a roadmap that kind of helps you to spring into action as you're looking at what you want to do. So they can be like long-term goals and things, big items that you're planning to do. Maybe you're planning to buy a house. It, It could be, you know, your children are starting school and you wanted to do certain things. It could be a trip. It could be, like I said, a career goal, a finance goal. There are very many ways that you can put out there. And if you're not into cutting magazines, maybe it's a time to express your own artistic skills and draw your own pictures on the vision board and do that up as well. So some of the way that people talk and shown that really people are able to affirm and envision these goals is to do some journaling. One of the suggestions that you see often is very often the suggestion is to do this early in the morning when you wake up before maybe you pick up your electronic device and really take notes and journal. Or the other thing is also maybe to do a gratitude journal at the end of the day so that you're able to take notes. I have to be honest, I'm really more a late evening, late night person. So getting up in the morning and journaling before I pick up the electronics, I do strive for it, but it's not always easy to do. So more often than not, it's something that I would choose to do at the end of the day. If you can do it in the morning, that is better for you. So when you're looking at this, the challenge with a lot of things, none of us work in a single entity, we are not We need a support system around us. So one of the ways to think, I think the, really the wonderful thing about doing something like a vision board or any other way you may choose to do your goal setting is once you put these things out there, say there are five things that you want to do. Like I'm going to just pick up like five random things and then let's talk through those. Maybe you want to be a speaker. You want to take a trip to, let's say, Rome. Then you want to have a party. And like two other things, something at work that you're trying to get this project. And maybe the other one it said was finance. So maybe you want to make this purchase. So you have all of these things. And for certain things, obviously, if you're trying to make a purchase, you have to have a budget. You have to know what you want to do, how much that purchase is going to take and how you're going to plan for it. So there is a dollar amount associated around that goal and you're going to work towards it. But then if you remember, you also have your trip to Rome that you're planning. So you have to think about how that lands on your vision board, which places you want to visit. Maybe it's the food that appeals to you, homemade pasta, fresh, someone's making it there that you're getting to eat. And maybe taking a ride on a scooter around the Colosseum is something that really appeals to you. So as you're looking at these visions, when you have them out there placed in front of you, you are going to think about which one you want to prioritize. And I think all five of them would be quite challenging to do at one stretch. So you probably will then think of breaking them down into smaller goals and saying, "Okay, this is the time for, say, the Rome trip is planned in the summer. So I'll start maybe thinking of tickets now and I'll start really planning it in May. So it helps you set a cadence to plan your year for the big ticket items and the big goals that you have so that then you can nuance and see which ways you want to break it down and look at it. And the reason I brought up the fact that we all don't work in isolation and we work around other people is some of these goals will require help from others. You'll want to bounce ideas. And in a lot of ways, it's really great to have an accountability buddy, a person who also sees your big vision, who understands what you're going for and who's there to cheer you and support you and also, frankly, challenge you because just having the board does not mean a lot if you're not working towards achieving it and really trying to manifest and address it and move forward on that as a positive affirmation it works it's a really great reminder like i said as well if you're just tuned in this is life beats with Suresha on radio caravan 700 am 104.1 fm i am your pot i'm your host I'm a tech exec a podcast host and also a working mom i have a podcast women career in life where i share stories and practical advice for women to achieve their career and life goals but really the podcast also addresses a lot of things for a broader audience so please check it out you'll find it on any of your favorite podcast platforms that you can listen to if you have heard any of the prior shows that i've been doing we talked about you know Post-COVID life, we talked about essentially how we were processing going through a layoff, some of the challenges we were working through on finding, if you're making a career transition, how you we were going to go about it. But it's New Year's Eve today. It's time to have fun, look back on 2022, and really plan what really 2023 is going to look like. We are spending time with family and friends, and we want to really figure out what it is that we want to do. And if you have like really big goals in the near term, say in 2023 or something that you're really looking forward to doing even more in the future, it's a time to level set, goal set, and really look at it from that standpoint. So what we're talking to brave is about vision board and goal setting and really how to make time for all of this. So we're just talking about setting up the board, trying to decide which areas to focus on, whether it's you want to focus on family, personal stuff, relationships, maybe your health, career or finances, skills, anything else that you want to focus on that you are thinking of what you want to do and having someone as a, as an accountability that helps you do this. So in my podcast, I interviewed guest Laura Vanderkam. She's actually a productivity specialist. She's an expert in this field. She's written a lot of books. So we were interviewing based on two of her books. One of them is called 168 hours and the other one is what did they do before breakfast? And the do before breakfast was really about what CEOs are doing before they get up and how much they get done before they even start the actual day. And what really that means is more often than not, they're getting probably their exercise out of the way in the morning. And I think when you read a lot of studies, that's what they suggest because your willpower is really the strongest in the morning. So if there are certain tasks that are big or that are hard to do, can be quite challenging, time consuming. In some ways, if you can tackle them in the morning before your day fully starts, that's a great time to start it. And also you're fresh and you do that. And of course, the suggestion is not to pick up your electronic device. I think most of us do find it challenging because it's right there next to us. And maybe your electronic device might be your phone phone or your watch that kind of gets you awake as well. But that is the suggestion to get a great start and head start on your day. So when you're looking at it from that standpoint, one of the ways to move forward is uh, what she says is, she talks about this concept of really, are, we make time for the things that are important to us. So I think when you start putting down what is your goals, what is your vision on a sheet of paper, The reason it becomes much more clearer rather than in your mind is because there are so many thoughts rattling in our mind. It's hard for us to envision where we want to move forward. So she talks about this concept of little bits of time for us to move forward. And what that means is she calls it almost like micro bits of time. We have time, right? We have 10 minutes between maybe you're picking up your kid, you're waiting in the car, maybe you have some meetings or some other event, we all have these 10 minutes, 15 minutes time between things. And a lot of the time we are very often probably scrolling on the phone or doing something else. You could take those 10 minutes to have, maybe pick up the phone and have a chat with your friend. Or maybe you can think of journaling, like I was saying, or you have this goal and you're trying to think of what you want to do. And maybe say, going back to one of the examples I was using, you wanted to speak and you wanted to be a speaker say at a big event at the end of 2023, what you could do is you could pick up the phone and scroll if you were looking at it and see if there was a Toastmasters nearby because Toastmasters is one place where people are able to polish up their skills in speaking. And you have people who are there to help you and make you get better. So something like that, you find out, check out your local place. Maybe you spend some time to schedule some time to go visit them. And then you develop your skills little by little. And you get an opportunity to maybe do an event or even do a presentation at work. Or maybe, like I said, you are a business owner. So maybe in the local chamber of commerce, you're able to speak to something. So there are different places you can think of manifesting this goal. Obviously, everything starts with little steps. The goal is not going to be executed like, tomorrow. That's why it's pretty big. You will have to take micro steps to get there. So the fact that you want to execute on it and the importance is when you're sure that you want to go and do this goal is what makes it important for you to go and figure it out. So the act of writing it down and having it in front of you, I think makes it much more clearer for you on what you want to do. I personally find it easier when I put things down on paper to envision what it is that I want to do, because there's just so many things that we are pulled towards. A lot of us have various responsibilities between your job, your family, and everything else that you're doing, plus everything else that's going on. It's quite hard to carve out time for what you want to do. So it's really being intentional about carving out time for what is important to you. And making that time because it's also i know i'm veering a little bit away from the vision and goal but i since it is new year i think it's something we talked about before it's about self-care and making time for what we want to do and how we want to do this so as you're doing and achieving your goals do take time for yourself make time for yourself to take care of your own health hanging out with friends really getting positive energy from various sources. Maybe it's a quiet time when you like to read a book or maybe go for a swim, go for a walk, hang out with friends, you spend it with family. Could be watching your favorite show on TV. There are so many ways you can manifest this self-care for yourself. It can be by yourself or with other people in a community or it could be by giving back to the community. Maybe you volunteer, maybe you lead a nonprofit Maybe you want to give back to the community. One of the visions could be, maybe you want to be as part of a community board, maybe inside your local organization. You live in one of the local cities and you want to give back in that community. Maybe they're building a park, maybe to the organizations around you. You could coach your kid's soccer team. There are lots of ways you can manifest this vision So vision does not always have to be this big, grandiose thing. It can be a lot of different little things that make up this vision. Or even if it is those big, grandiose things, what are the steps you're taking? Because if they're really massive visions that you're putting on the vision board, some of them might not be a 2023 goal. They might be a 2024 goal. So what is it that you want to do in 2023 to get there as you're moving forward? So... If you have tuned in this is Live beats with Suresha on radio caravan 104.1 fm 700 am i'm a tech exec a podcast host and a working mom i host a podcast women career and life and you are tuned in today just before new year's eve as we're talking about goal setting and vision boards and how to move forward and as i was looking at this and checking out for this topic, what I wanted to talk about, one of the things I saw was the sort of the five steps of happiness. I was like thinking of what it is when we think of ending the year and when we look back what that means. When you think of five steps of happiness, some of it, what they were saying was spending time on what was important to you, deciding what was your purpose, figuring out what you want to do, and also really about gratitude journaling or thinking of how your day went to find positive things to reaffirm yourself, and moving forward. And I know we've been talking about finding time to work on things that are important to us. So here are some sort of practical ways as we go ahead and get this done. A lot of us have various, sometimes you might have two phones, your work phone and your personal phone. I do And, you know, you have life, your life is in two parts, actually. So somehow, if you can figure out a way to sync up your calendars, especially that really helps because then you know what is important and where you have time carved out. I remember reading about this lady and the way she carved out her weekends is most of us come up on the weekend often trying to figure out what we want to do. So what she would do is she would plan her weekends, at least maybe one or two big things that she wanted to do. So that way she could plan for it and have it ready so that she's not trying to figure out during the weekend what she needs to do. The other challenge sometimes we have is our calendars are pretty full. So it's quite hard to say no to certain activities and things we want to do. So when you're really putting down what you want to achieve, like your vision board or stuff, now you're going to be very cognizant of your time, what is really important to you and what you want to spend time on. So if I was going to refer back to Laura's inputs on her books was you are going to make time for what is important for you. Then you're going to rethink what are those priorities? Where do you want to expend your energy? Because really a lot of us, every one of us has the same challenge, right? There's only so much time we have. So how are we going to make the most use of that time that we have? So figure out how you want to sync it up. One good way is to schedule time on your calendar. Maybe every other day or every day you schedule 30 minutes for a certain activity. Maybe it's for your exercise. Maybe you're a morning person and you decide to go for a run at 6 o'clock. Or maybe you prefer coming back from work and going to the gym at 6. And if neither of those appeal to you, you could go for a walk with a friend. One of the ways I find really a great way to connect with friends is of course over food in different ways. But I also actually end up going for a walk with them because I get to meet with them and I plus I get my exercise out of it. So that's one way to sync up two activities that work really well together. And so figure out where you want to spend the time, who you want to connect with, strengthen your relationships and move forward. I was just listening to this TED talk today, which actually has... I think it's like 45 million views. And it was from this Harvard professor who gives this talk and it talks about, you should just Google call Harvard and happiness and Ted, and you will find this talk that I'm talking about. So Harvard did this research for many, I think it was like over 75 years where they interviewed people from when they were teenagers till they were hitting their nineties. So the study initially started with 700 people and i think at the end of it they had 60 people it went through four different directors and a lot of people obviously very invested in continuing this research because it's quite hard to do the talk is called what makes a good life lessons from the longest study on happiness and this talk is not about when you see five critical parts of happiness that they talk about but what the research showed is so they interviewed two groups of people one was howard students who were in undergrad just was just before world war ii so those students and then they picked a locality in boston which was really a tenement so the kids in that locality didn't have access they were comparatively from one of the poorer neighborhoods and didn't have a lot of access to different activities facilities sometimes even hot water and things like that from the study they've had people who have become brick players, even a u.s president people who have really broken the barriers and really achieved and made become very rich and vice versa, who have not done so well. But it just goes to show all of this. So this great research that they were able to pull highlighted essentially three, four things that took away. What the research showed is it was not just about money and other things, but good relationships keep us happier and healthier. Loneliness is what is adverse effect on us. I guess the gentleman called it loneliness kills because you need social relationships and a community around you. And the quality of the relationships that you have are very important because it's not just about spending time, but really spending quality time with somebody else that makes a difference. And the mental impact of it is also that good relationships protect our brains. They give us the adaptability and sort of the flex to make and move forward because it buffers you along with the sense of community. As we get ready to wrap up this show, we're almost on the half hour. This is Suresha, your host on Life Beats with Suresha. I tune in on 5.30 on Saturdays. I wanted to wish everyone a Happy New Year. If you want to check out my podcast, you can check it out, Women, Career, and Life, on any of the podcast platforms. If you wanted to email me about this show, you can email me lifebeats 104one at gmail.com. I wish you all a successful, happy new year and hope you get to do a vision board and goal setting. And if you want to send me your goals and vision board ideas, what you put together, you can send me a voicemail or an email at lifebeats 104one at gmail.com. This is your host signing off. You are listening to KTCG, FM, Sanger, Texas, KZMJ, K281CS, Lucas, McKinney, 104.1 FM, KHSE, Wiley, 700 AM, Radio Carva. Join the caravan. Powered by Discount Power. For more information, visit DiscountPowerTX.com. Tanmay Jewelers, World's Best Jewelry Collection of Elegant Designs, New Showroom, New Designs, New Collection. Their extensive jewelry collection along with uncompromising dedication to personal attention offer a remarkable service experience to their customers. Visit their showroom in Irving. For more details, log on to tanmayjewelers.com or call 972.